Welcome to a learntolearn.org podcast. We are here to support your learning, taking off the limits that we have accrued to our learning and adding in those ingredients that we've learned from world-class learners that have made them the best so that we can each update our own programming and become the best learners that we can be. We're really glad that you're here to share some time with us. We hope that this brings you exactly what you need today to better engage in your life and your learning. One of the more frequent questions that we get is, how do we overcome obstacles? How do we overcome stuckness? Everything was going along okay, and then we ran into some challenge, and we've felt stuck ever since. What do we do? Or, I've been stuck for a long time. What do I do? So, how do we address that? In our podcast here today, we're going to explore three different really powerful but simple ways to overcome this. These are easily learned, and there's actually really good research on this showing how effective this can be. So strap in, let's go. To begin with, let's just describe in the simplest terms the three different processes, and then we'll go into how to implement them and what the research is and how to make them yours. As you might imagine, these are fundamentally problem-solving techniques. The first of these is perspective shifting. How do we shift out of the perspective that we're stuck in? Then the second one is what's called counterfactual thinking, which basically means what-if thinking. What if I looked at this in a different way? And the third one is causal thinking. And that really means asking why. And we'll get into all of this here as we go. But these are all ways to improve creativity in dealing with difficulties and challenges. The research on these was largely done with looking at what happens with younger kids when they are taught these techniques and how to apply them to different challenges that they have. Some of this was done at Ohio State University and was headed up by Angus Fletcher, a member of the university's project narrative. The idea in this study was to explore how creativity training can help kids come up with a backup plan when things aren't really working out in the way that they initially came at it. Now, just so that you know that this isn't something that only works for kids, this was earlier done successfully with the U.S. Army and led to some very good results there. In this study, initially, kids were told to identify a special quality about themselves, and then they were told to think of this as their, their superpower, their special power that could help them solve any problem. And then they were told to think about a friend who also did something special and to think of them as their creative friend. This creative friend would be someone who could help them solve any problems. 
This type of creativity training is called perspective shifting. And in this, kids are taught to look through the eyes of someone else or to consider what someone else would do if they were faced with this same problem. So when you ask people to change their perspective and do it in such a way that they're imagining receiving advice from a friend, you end up getting a lot more interesting, creative, effective solutions than just trying to do it by yourself. Essentially, you're using the friend to come at things in a very different way. Well, I don't know how to solve this, but if my friend who's really good at that were to get me into their perspective, if they were to share with me what they would do, what would that be? So in this study, kids were presented with some kind of problem. They said, you know, think about something that is challenging for you and what you would normally do. And then they were asked, what would your friend, your special friend, your creative friend do? And in doing that, came up with very interesting solutions. As an example, if they were having problems understanding something that they were trying to learn, how would their friend understand it? If they were challenged by some life situation, if you ran into this in your day-to-day life, how would you solve it? How would your friend solve it? So, of course, there was a control group that didn't have access to this perspective shifting. When they were asked to provide a solution to whatever the challenge, whatever the problem was, fewer than half of them were able to provide some kind of reasonable solution. But the ones that were taught to do this perspective shifting, that were taught to consider it from the point of view of this creative friend, 94% of them were able to come up with a solution. And then judges, you know, who were trained teachers, were asked to rate these kids' solutions based on the creativity that was engaged and assess how surprising or unique the solutions were. With the intervention done this way, the average creativity score was almost 7 out of 10 compared to about 3 out of 10 for those that didn't have access to the perspective shifting. So let's just take a minute to reflect on this. So out of the kids that didn't get the training on how to do this, less than half came up with any kind of workable solution. And out of those solutions that they did come up with, their level of creativity was low, was 3 out of 10 whereas almost all the kids that had the perspective shift training came up with interesting solutions, real solutions, and almost 7 out of 10 of those were of a much more creative level. So this really shows that this can boost kids' sense of capacity. And with this, then they develop this belief that they have some power, some control over their ability to learn over life circumstances. In a second approach, kids were trained to, if they couldn't solve a problem, to back up, to step back out of the problem and think about what they were trying to accomplish. Why was there a problem? What was it that they were trying to 
get to. So they were taught to step back and say, why does this matter? These kids found that when they thought more broadly about what it was that they were trying to accomplish and why it was important, they were then able to see other ways of getting what they want. They were able to find other solutions to the problem. And then the third approach to think in this counterfactual way, to ask what if, well, yeah, I'm stuck, but what if I already had a solution? What would that be like? What if it was already done? What if I saw this from the end? Like, okay, I already have the solution. What do I do next? And this also led to a much more creative and powerful response. When these kids were taught, trained in these methods, and they had time to kind of build them in, you know, a little bit of practice, they found that they could, when told that their first solution didn't work, they were unfazed. They just went on to, oh, well, then let me come up with another solution. And when these second solutions were evaluated compared to the first solution, their creativity scores from the judges that we talked about earlier jumped up to 7.5 out of 10 rather than 5.5 out of 10. The second solution also tended to score higher on utility, which was how likely were these to succeed in the real world. So there are these things that we can do that are really simple, really powerful, and do add to our resiliency, our creativity, our capacity to succeed in learning or in life. So what happens if you consider these and practice with them and build them into your day-to-day life? They're simple. They're easy. If you get stuck and you ask yourself, what would my really capable creative friend do in this case? And take a moment and pause and, and check that out. That triggers this whole other capacity in our brain to look at things, to engage in things in a very different way. If we stop, if we back up and go, why is this important? What is it I'm trying to accomplish? And what other ways are there to get there? Again, it engages and triggers and brings about this capacity to respond in much more interesting ways. And if we ask ourselves, what if What if I already had a solution? What would that be like? All of these are so easy if we just do them. So try it out, see what happens, and see how good you can get at it so that it becomes just built in and automatic for you to look at a problem, a impasse, as just a jumping off point to come up with an even better solution. Thank you for listening. Our purpose is supporting your capacity to learn and to attain all that you can imagine. We hope you use the perspectives and exercises that we have shared. Feel free to send us questions, ideas, experiences that might benefit our listeners via learntolearn.org, learn.org. Finally, 
please help others by sharing our link with your friends, family, and other loved ones, since how you learn is how you live. Thank you.